Namaste, welcome everyone to satsang this morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And a big welcome to all of you who are joining from wherever you are uh, for this morning's satsang via broadcasting service. Thank you for being here, all one. Ah, very wonderful. Namaste, Muji Baba. Namaste. I am so thankful to you. Mm? I am very thankful to you. Ah. Um, I just want to clarify from you my position, where uh, what I have discovered, where I am finding myself. I, uh, I cannot believe it, that how it can be so simple. <laughs> Carry on, very good. Am I right? It's <laughs> I hope you are. <laughs> it feels, first of all, that it is very simple, is true. In fact, I don't know if even the term that it is simple, is uh, really the right thing. But initially, for the fact that we put so much effort, it seems, then to say it is simple seems appropriate. But in itself, it's simply that truth always is ever-present, stable, imperishable, uncreated, and is the root truth of yourself. Simple in that respect, you can say like that. So, yeah. uh, I just want you are my guru, you to examine me. Yes, yes. You say that uh, you cannot believe it is so simple. Yes, and uh, but you will not say this often. You will not say this often. Oh, it's simple, but it's so simple. It's so no. Uh, you are in. When you go through the door, you've been outside, you come home, you open the door, maybe the lock is a bit tight, you say, ah, but once you're in, you cannot say, uh, I'm home, I'm home, I'm home, unless you've been for a long way, long time away, which it can seem like that, I'm home. It is so great to be home. Like that, uh, it becomes... Uh, Somehow, it is so totally accepted. Yes, it is okay to say yes. <laughs> it is, it is so simple. But more, I am just the gratitude in your heart may stay a bit longer, and then that is you're here. It is natural, you can say. It is simple and natural, you can say. Yes. The most natural. When discovered, all other things seem sometimes all our efforts seemed unnatural. Now this is natural, is it? Yeah. But uh, then maybe it's my mind, it says you have to go deeper and deeper. But I cannot uh, find anything other than this. It's everywhere. Where should I go now? Where, yeah. how much deep should I go? It's 
if I am uh, not uh, giving attention to my thoughts and my mind, then it is I am. There is no seer. There is only this is perceived. This is true. Deeper and deeper is uh, something else. The yes. self has no depth, has no width, has no height. It cannot be described in those terms. So, deeper and deeper is only if there is a sense of a person, still the remnant of some identity, and the voice will say, you need to go more deep, and that might be believed or something. But you have seen correctly, and you are in your true seeing and your true place. So, what can I do? Where deep where? When this is everywhere present. How can you go deep in the infinite? Who are you? You must be something, traveling, traveling. But you see, that's not true. I, I simply am here. But sometimes it's arrogance which I can see that the mind comes that I have found it. So please remove that arrogance and ego. Which yes, you must make use of that and and, and watch that. Mind will still come, even after the great seeing, mind will still come to see if, uh, if there's any business. You know, like that. He's going to come and check in with you. I mean, like uh, you may say that, uh, what was it you said just now? What did the mind say? It's, uh, I have found it. Yes, I have found and it. Now, Yes, yes. And sometimes it says that you have not found it, you have to yeah. go deeper. Whether you have found it or you have not found it, you remain an I who succeeded or an I who failed. You are no I here. Yes, there is. You see this now. It, 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 I wonder if this is too subtle. It, it is not too subtle. You know, you are the consciousness, nothing is more subtle than you. So you can catch out all the subtlest ploys and schemes and cunningness of the psychological or you may call it the maya mind. You can catch it out. And as you are doing that, you are also becoming more refined in your powers to discern the subtle, um, the subtle uh, potential deceptions and catch them out. And we should not say, oh, please let it stop, let it stop, because then you are becoming another identity. You face each thing, yes, you know, somehow these things are coming and uh, they need to be checked in because what is the mind shopping for? To see if it can pull from the formless, the infinite formlessness, if it can pull a shape called the you again, pull you back into the state of personhood. So these things is how it goes, you see? We have done really well, or you know, we did it, or I did it. I think I, I. If it says we, it means he and you. If it says hi, it means you, the person, has done something. But you have seen that the person trying to do something is itself an image appearing in the imageless uh, awareness. Yes. I hope by now so many are grasping this. It's not. Uh, it's not a teaching to be learned, but a teaching to be uh, proved through experience. You're seeing, whoa, it is then because of this you can say, but it is so simple. 
And yet, if I retain identity as a separate person, it is as difficult as trying to jump from the earth and touch the moon. It's not possible like that. So something else, the mind, we have been relying on the mind hmm, to catch the mind. And uh, I gave example one time of one of Sri Ramana Maharishi's example that to do so, it's like putting a policeman's uniform on a thief and then sending this fake policeman to go and catch the thief who is himself. Uh, is there any better disguise than that? The thief is given a policeman's uniform and say, you must go and catch this thief. They go, yes, yeah, sir. You know, and he'll be gone, blowing his whistle. And everybody say, yeah, this, we got a really good policeman. Soon we're going to catch the thief. But no thief is coming. And then it says, one time there's a lineup in the station. They're trying to identify which one is the thief. They think the thief is here somewhere. And one of the people trying to identify is also an ex-crook. And he's looking. No, it's not him. No, it's not, no, it's not this one. Ah, policeman is in the queue too, you see. I know this guy. <laughs> then what will happen to this fake policeman? What are you talking about? Shut up or I'll shoot you. Is it like this? And then they say, no, no, this one, this one, this is the one. He looks like policeman, but he's a thief. Who is going to catch this one? You are going to catch him. Yeah. The thief in this case is the ego identity that we have been so long associated with, to the extent that we even protect it. Because by long association, we are not sure which is he and which is yourself anymore. It makes you feel vulnerable, afraid, all these things. So we protect this vulnerability, thinking it is you. And Satsang has ousted him, meaning you have through your own seeing now come to see, but, but I am this itself, this intelligence. How can there be anything else without this pure consciousness? It is at the root. There cannot be one single thing existing or perceived to be existing before consciousness. Consciousness is there first. You found that this consciousness, how could you know if it's not you? Thank you. <laughs> hmm? But uh, what should I uh, do? Uh, uh, foolish no. question. Foolish question. What should you do? Now that you have found uh, I am... No, no. Uh, how... Uh... <laughs> ask it though, ask it, because yes. it will be useful somehow. Because uh, sometimes this mind is coming, so... Yes, mm. yes. Mind will keep coming. Why keep coming? He will keep coming as long as he feels he stands a chance. You see? Mind will keep coming for as long as he feels a standard chance, which means what? There must be still some subtle possibility yes. that we are going to get uh, identified, and at times you will. Even a jnani 
an awakened being, uh, may for a moment or two, a short time, also get caught in its own maya. But then because uh, there's no root anymore, he quickly recovers, you see. So maybe for a short time, there'll be some sense of being deceived. You know, somehow you forget uh, a moment or some time you feel identified with phenomenon. And it happens, and then something wakes up very quickly by itself. It doesn't need, need an alarm clock. The alarm clock is already in you. Something just uh, recognizes, no, it's not true. And it dismounts uh, from that. So uh, if you say, why does it keep coming? Why does it keep coming? You see, this is a personal response. You keep, uh, each time it comes, you check out somehow. And you see, actually, it's not true. And like this, you are refining your ability to discern the subtle plays of the psychological um, mind. Thank you, Mujibaba. Yes. There is but, one, uh, yeah. one request. Yes. Uh, my husband, who introduced me to you through yeah. YouTube, uh, he thinks that it's deep. His name is Deep and he it's also… Right. He thinks that what? We have to go deep, deeper and deeper. Ah. So I just request you to allow him to ask his question, please. Okay, all right, okay. Where are you? <laughs> uh, so join your wife. There, uh, yes. Uh, what is behind uh, your reasoning to say sh she or we must go deeper and deeper? Meaning what? Sir, uh, first of all, I like to thank you mm. for inviting me and thank you from whole of India yeah. for being the living Buddha of mm. this century. Uh, I always tell my wife that she is my guru also and she is my disciple also. Yes. Uh, both ways. So. Many times when she discusses with me, sometimes uh, I don't know if it's correct or not, when I smell something, I say Ki maybe uh, whatever you are feeling, whatever you are saying that I have found it, mm -hmm. I have raised it, still there is something hidden in it. Yes. And, uh, and then what do I, you say? And when I say to uh, her, her, go she... deeper in the sense, you drop, you catch this one also, you uh, destroy this one also, there is no perception, there is no perceptor also, there is only a perception. So this is what I always try to point her, not always, but sometimes. Yes, and uh, clarify again that uh, you, you, you are saying to her that uh, when she says, like, I've found it, but she's already explained the feeling I have found it is just a colloquial expression of, uh, no? She's not feeling I have found it. Is that what you meant? Yeah. You see? Yeah. Uh, she's saying, uh, she's talking to her husband, you know, I, I found it, no? You see? So you must know, you know each other, I won't get involved in it too much of that. <laughs> Whether, when she says, I found it, um, you say, what, explain what you mean, you found it. Just, well, it's not personal that I, there's some I who found it. Even the I who would say, uh, I found it, it's seen now that that is not the true place. 
Did she explain like that? Did you explain like this? Yes, now it's very clear to me. Now she is in the right position. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. And what about you? I to uh, I always feel every time I come to you, I dissolve some portion of my personality is dissolving yeah. from last one year. And uh, 15 days back, I told my wife that maybe in less um, uh, coming two three months, you might find changes inside me in the sense that you might feel that oh this husband is not uh, what he used to be. Yes. He's changing very fast, and you might see that in me, uh, my interest might change. I may not be the same person because I myself feel that I am dissolving very fast, yeah. and uh, I might reach a stage where uh, I might I might cease to be a person, and I don't know. I might be just uh, like uh, you had said uh, two days back in the session that uh, if you stay in presence, and the present is totally empty, and I can totally feel it now, and I always try to be done in, em in emptiness. So you, 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 the last words you up you what? said you said sir mm. uh, that if you are in a present moment yes present moment is always full of emptiness yes. and as soon as you touch some thought it becomes past mm. so the, what becomes past the thoughts or the presence uh, whatever the state you are in yes whenever you touch some thought or you some touch some concept or you touch something like this ki i have reached or i am feeling this emptiness now it becomes past So it is not that. Mm, mm. Okay, can I come in now a little bit because a uh, few points, very important. No? Um, let's start with the last one. Uh, when you come mm, to full clarity, full proof that there is only consciousness, yes. everything, all the other things appearing are imagined actually. No, I'm not uh, putting this out as teaching because people might think, "Oh, I must do this." No, you come, you arrived at that clarity. It doesn't mean that you dismiss the world in some cynical way, but the one who was living the life, pursuing, uh, trying to get, and so on, something has happened. It's being somehow replaced by such a profound seeing and being that still your form is still in the world. You're still somehow. Moving in some way, but internally, it's like you are like space moving in space. That may not sound so attractive, but it is the self itself, meaning that you have come home to yourself. You'll still be able to speak, to to evaluate, to discern, to be even more kind, more open, wider understanding, wise, uh, happy. All these things are there. You see, and of course, in any true relationship that you have, it must have space for growing and changing. People must grow and they must change. Is your love wide enough to accommodate that change? Sometimes uh, people, they, you know, you're changing. Say, oh, you're changing. Yeah, I mean, like you know, I'm not a stone. Of course, like a tree is always going to change. We are living beings. Of course, you're going to change, but you are changing within love, and you're changing within truth. You're not going to be one minute, uh, you know, somehow a horse is going to turn into a rabbit or something. It's not going to be like that. The change is going to be beautiful, and your your spouse, your wife or husband, 
should appreciate that change. If they are not able to appreciate that change, if it's a genuine change, then uh, they must look towards themselves. They must say, well, whoa, you know, like I'm holding on to uh, a self-image about you rather than being alive to the truth that you are constantly blossoming into deeper and deeper states of realization and I should follow you and learn from you. It is said in this country, the ideal relationship is that the husband will be the guru to the wife and the wife will be the guru to the husband also. Meaning that people who are genuinely alive to the truth, they will learn from each other and they will grow together, mighty trees with some space also to, to somehow accommodate each other's change. So that is, of course, a very beautiful thing, isn't it? So, so last point. My point is that I feel that still the mind is waiting outside to get in. So I have bolted the door. Well, it shows that it's outside. Yes. So I am cautious in the sense. The mind is waiting to come in. Means that it's outside. It's okay. Let him be outside. He doesn't have the door key to come in. You have to knock, hello. You look, no, no. So, no, 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 no. Thank you, not today. What about tomorrow? No, 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 no. You see? <laughs> so it's, going, it's outside trying to come in. Your point is that, yes, it will keep on trying until. You, it, in fact, it is helping you to train your wisdom, is getting much more refined. And then when it is so uh, powerful, it demands attacks or approaches, it will, get, it will frustrate its growth, it will give up. It's pre the mind also coming is in service to your transcendence, when you see it properly. But if you start to regard it as your enemy and yourself as a victim, then already you have gone into identity with it. You follow that, surely, no? Sometimes it happens that in, even in a relationship, this is amazing about life, even in a relationship two people also are actually um, committed to the same path, then one of them jump high and the other one start to feel a bit jealous or something. <laughs> you know it has happened. I have experienced that. That one time, uh, you know, the husband was very jealous that the wife was already, uh, you know, so somehow becoming more clear, he's feeling afraid, maybe she's going to leave me, and, uh, you know, and competing. In the end, uh, I had a retreat and they couldn't come together. He says, No, I'm not going to come on the same retreat with her, I want to come by myself. This type of thing. So watch. This is Mr. Mind also, you know. <laughs> oh boy, I tell you, I see some things. So like this, uh, be inspirational for each other, you know. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, we we have squeezed the toothpaste completely out, or what? Yes, sir. Because we have to do it so at some points like this, when it becomes very, very subtle, you know? Then we say, we cut off the bottom of the toothpaste and we squeeze them out, squeeze out all the stuff, wring them out completely. So, this is there any harm if at sometimes 
I, be, I take the role of Mr. Mind from my wife. Ah. To check. You're conscious of it. You're devil's advocate, they say. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, and then you, you push a bit, you test something, and then when she defeats you, you see, when she. <laughs> when she defeats you, you must acknowledge, ah, yes, very good. Thank you. Thank you, thank you sir. Thank you. <laughs> okay, thank you. We love you. Love you so, and very great. Very great. Okay. Someone is here now. They are leaving today. Okay, you come then. Come to that microphone over there. And this one over there. Namaste. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity of mustering the courage to stand before you. I have been fooled a lot by this fake policeman for a very long time. Yes. And I've caught him. You caught him? Okay. What are you going to do with him? I'm going to just kill him. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. It has fooled uh, me a lot. Uh -huh. It has drowned me in the in unending, never-ending struggle of roles, characters. And I took everything so seriously, it has fooled me so nicely. Mm. So you should get an award, no? <laughs> and then you kill him after that. <laughs> I want to say something because this is a very um, understandable reaction, no? Um, but supposing, because as I said, the mind in its psychological approach to you, to deceive and to to you know, cunningly distract you, or so, so to speak. No. Is there anything good about it or not? Yes. Let me carry on. In the sense that mm, it can only attack or intimidate the idea you have of who you are your self-image. It cannot attack and transcend what you truly are, because what you truly are is pure awareness. It has no second, it has no competitor. You see? Uh, the devil, as we say, is no match for God. You know? It's not like you know, there's God and the devil. The devil is something much, much lower. God means supreme consciousness. So if this force, which we call the mind, has a certain range within which he can operate, and that range is when the consciousness that is 
appearing in human aspect, yeah, believes itself uh, to be the person it thinks itself to be, yes, and um, uh, the dreamer, the pr pursuing things which are perishable, thinking itself to be great, thinking itself to be nothing, all of these things that we go through. Isn't there a place for the mind? The mind is going to keep biting at this one. No, you're not good enough. You're not this, you're not that. He bites, 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 bites. And its biting compels you to go to higher ground, where you are free from his molestation. Higher ground means to become in such a way to a place where you are above and beyond the range of his attack. And that place can only be your true self. Then would you prefer if in the state of personhood, a state of delusion, there was nothing to threaten it, so you would just continue living in your dreams and your delusions and there's nothing to challenge that. You see where I'm going with that? So to some extent the mind is, uh, is not trying to help you, that's not his role. Hmm? He's trying to defeat you as, for as long as you take yourself seriously as a person. And it's very smart. Yes, yes. It's very smart. Very smart. But Muji, I want to clarify something from you. This is my third season uh, here, yes. although I spent short durations. But every time when I went back from here, a storm, a tornado just hit my life all three times, all two times. This time is yet to see. <laughs> but all my detachments or attachments, I would say, my attachments were challenged. And with your help and of course my husband's help, I stabilized in that state and I could see myself taking that decision, okay, this needs to be detached enough. What needs to be detached? The relationships, the very close relationships. The storm was blowing against that or against the truth? It was blowing against that. Yes. We must understand something, no? Because very often when uh, a great moment of seeing, some profound seeing take place of this nature. I often, you may have heard me say, a storm is coming. What is this storm? To test your seeing, it's going to come. And uh, we often experience like, whoa, it's like, you know, something is compelling you to act from the person, to live from the person, to feel attacked as the person, you see? But you have to remember, but uh, even the strongest storm is still only a movement in the unmoving awareness itself. And can anything be so strong that it blows away not just your conviction, but your proof of seeing? And that's how you will be tested. Otherwise, maybe you leave and you just become a bit complacent. I've done it. Top of the world. But something comes and shakes your this mighty oak is shaking. Branches are breaking off like this. So you what is to what's to be done? 
Maybe something feels, now that I've conquered the mind and know I am, that's the end of things. Uh, from now, plain sailing. I can book my place in heaven, everything is fine. But somehow the storm comes. And the storm comes what? You make, it's up to you to see that the storm comes to weaken you or to strengthen you. You choose, you see. If the storm comes, it's tell you, know, yeah, you didn't really do it, and you know, you're about to lose everything. Everything you have, you are going to lose now. And you say, well, who is it speaking to? What's left of you for the mind to be intimidating? Then he's still showing that perhaps here and there you have your little stash hide out someplace, and he's going to blow those up. You're looking, oh, oh, yeah, and you have a chance to see, ah, yes, this can be seen. You see? In the earlier talk we had just now, something got left out. I'm reminded of it now. It is like, if you have really seen, why should the mind be coming and this type of thing? And you know, these things are still, the mind is still coming. Yes, it's fine, the mind is coming. He still has last work to do. He swept the floor, the floor clean now. Now the floor is clean, he's about to dust the mirrors also. Hmm? He has to sort of shake out the curtains and everything. You see? Don't worry about it, let him stay. He cannot stay longer than you. You are not staying, you are here. He's a visitor, he can only come and go. So like this, you are, you are using all these things to, to clarify just how, how perfect the Self is, actually. It is not, uh, it doesn't have anything it's attached to, to protect attachments. Now, that may sound a bit cold, but you know, my attachments mean that I care. Is there anything caring more for the world, for the universes, than the Self? If we started to dig a hole here with a big machine and we go right, right down to the center of this planet, you may find some creature moving there. He puts it there and provides also some means through which it can live and enjoy its existence also. How much more taking care of you, who have within you the capacity to introspect and to contemplate, to meditate, to discover, you see? We, as much as we are too much locked into our own self-image, we are blind to the truth of who we are. You know? Something brought you here, and in this environment is intensely focused on the looking at what we are not and to try and see what we are. I put that to be the, the most auspicious discovery possible in the human kingdom, a human being awake. You see, there have been many, many so-called great human beings. You know, Napoleon, Bonaparte, Alexander the Great, all these beings, where are they? What does the world remember? The ones who are awake, because they are alive by spirit. Uh, the Buddha was uh, 
2,500, 600 years ago. Today, there are new Buddhists joining the order. Christ, 2,000 years, 100 years ago, there are still many Christians are coming. The Holy Prophet, Prophet Muhammad, still more Muslims are coming. Why it is like this? It cannot just be on dry mental teachings. There must be a force inside, a spiritual force, that touches the heart of a human being, and let them flower into that beauty that never fade. That one. That power is in you. That is your true self and your power. And this life is for finding that. And this is what is happening. More and more you're seeing, ha, ah, for so long I thought I was this one, you know, losing and finding and getting and you know all of these things, accumulating, afraid, trying to protect. And I see that within my own self, not from somewhere else, within the same body, it's flowering a deeper understanding of life. And I feel still when I've surpassed that old identity, I feel more me. Yes. Like the less you are, the more you are. What a paradox. You're a bit afraid, and no, 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 if I take that risk, I'm becoming more empty. I don't want to be empty. And then, but something encourages you, and you somehow find that, oh, more emptiness. And oh, it is so beautiful. Everything is so beautiful. Even why? Because this, whatever this is, is the, the very source of beauty. You see, we value things because we value uh, some things that has quality and so on. That's fine. Nothing is wrong with anything in the world. Paramatman made all of them, no. But to be attached to them and to feel that they make you better, wiser, that is not true. Yes, by all means we can enjoy. There's beauty. The Supreme has made somehow the world beautiful for the eyes of all those who live on this planet. You see? Not just for human beings. You know, a cow has also some things find beautiful, and worms also find some things beautiful, maybe not the same beauty, also, and so unique also. So all this is not because look, you know, ah, no, it's not important. You look even at a fly, a fly, the most excellent of. of that's why it's called a fly. He fly. He lives on poo. And if you watch a fly, you see him, you know, clean. Look at some things. Hardly you can see them with your naked eye. Under a microscope, they are full of colour, iridescent, beautiful. Something is here that says, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. And your eyes become more and more able to perceive the beauty when your heart is clean, clean of arrogance and clean of ego, like that. This is happening also by itself. It's happening just sitting here, actually, with open heart, open mind, and somehow seeing how the pointings are resonating somewhere within yourself, and all this is changing. The quality of your perceiving is changing. 
the, the, the joy inside you is heightening. What are you doing? Understanding is the key also. It shows you your true position. All this trouble is caused by living in the wrong position, believing ourselves to be the, li the limited sense of personhood or ego, when you are also the immensity as the pure self. So this, we say, we come here not just to talk about, but to discover and to prove it also. One last thing I would like to clarify. Like I had a personality which was very expressive and uh, you can say talkative. I used to react to the um, reactions or I used to react very um, eagerly, I would say. Yes. But in last two to three years, I have I have seen myself, or it is seen that I have been transcending. Yes. The topics, the discussions, whether it is in family or in office, they no more pull me. They no more attract me. Even if the attack is directly on this body mind, it doesn't. It doesn't affect. So. I don't, again, I don't, and the more important thing is that I don't feel any lack. That as a, like a patient tells to a doctor about the entire thing, so that the doctor can analyze. So I am telling you everything, I don't feel any lack. I'm, like you said, it is addictive to be in this kind of state, where you don't need anything. Yeah. But what happens, Muji, is, I want to know that in the similar situations where I used to react earlier and something wrong is being said or done, not to me, mm. in the scene, I am just feeling like withdrawing and not arguing and I just feel disconnected. So is it that, is it the trap of mind? Is it suppression or is everything fine? Everything me? is fine. You have outgrown um, some more, you know, more aggressive tendencies uh, because the ego has subsided. You know, the the reactions have softened. Not necessary. There's a detachment in you, so it's like uh, you're not taking things so personally. Yes. Uh, these are great signs. Great signs. Uh, that uh, the ego defensiveness is melting. Yes. There's something much, much more broad than that. It doesn't mean you don't have feelings. It does not mean that. There's some things you'll feel, and surprisingly also, sometimes, uh, but your emotions will become uh, purified, not just reactionary. You see? So there's more wisdom, more stability. Yeah? Uh, it's, it's transcended is a good term. It means that you're not so. If you are a very emotional person, people can upset you very easily. They just have to say a certain thing, and they just watch. They see how much you 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 go off on that one. But now there's a natural distance. It's not even there. There's not even time to take distance. As it happens, you are already yes still spontaneous. You see, maybe earlier you may find that somebody says something, and you feel. <gasps> One, two, three, four. You know? And now not even this is needed. Not even count back. 
they say, and it's like, wow, <laughs> that's different. I used to, this would, I would not let that pass in the past. Now that's past. Yes. Something is just here. And that is the spaciousness that is the Self. Uh, before someone throw a stone, and it's like, bang, you blood and uh, Now it's like they are throwing a stone from underneath the water. And you're seeing, I said, look at that. <laughs> it's very good, it's very good, and it will continue becoming even more uh, refined without any cynicism. Yeah, some, something sees that. And uh, it's, I, I can't tell you how great it is. It's very good. It's very good. And you are much more free also, you are more spacious, because you would not have liked it when, as someone goes, ping, you go, pong. You know, some people were very sharp. You are, they're not giving you one inch. You do this and you know, that. You see, but uh, and then they feel good. I feel you know you're not getting on top of me, mate. You know, sort of stuff. No? But now you can say yeah, they can do something is uh, different. That doesn't mean that there won't be a re reaction that catches you. But it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. No problem. There's so much more space in you for that. So much more space. It is beautiful, excellent. Sometimes you look inside, you cannot see where can a reaction come from. Where would anger come from? Who is there to be angry even about that? You may find even that come. But uh, also, this is a living body. The living spirit is inside. Don't make any set or premature conclusions about anything. If something can feel like this today, tomorrow it feels a bit like this. It's okay. It's okay. You're okay with. Don't try to, you know, control the world. Let it flow. Something is taking care of it, and you move at that level. Very good. Thank you, Muji Chansparsh. Thank you. Thank you. Some things happen in life that they happen so powerful that you don't have time to learn. Instantly you're changed. Some, the impact of some experience is so powerful, you don't have time to grow. Instantly you're changed. But we really will ask for that type of grace. You see? So God in God's wisdom gives it to you. You see? So quick, bang! It's already you're you're in a new fresh place, higher place also. Okay. The hands are growing, I think they're gonna get less and less and less and less. Last two days, last two days for everybody, you know? You were here, you were here, in the blue shirt, you know, for me. She says, I keep choosing the blues. <laughs> not consciously, okay? Not intentionally. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Master. Thank you. 
just like you said, ki something sometimes happens. Grace gives you something like very uh, impact, and something happens. You don't have time to learn, yes. or you get something. Yes. So, like this timeless silence and vast vastness is there. Yes. Was there because I am following you for last two or two years. Last time I came, you said keep quiet. So I just kept quiet, and this timeless silence and vastness, or something is dissolving and dissolving. Yes, yeah. And in last some days, something happens, and the tail is fallen. That observe this beingness also. This observes this silence also. That which observes silence itself. Silence yes. and beingness also. Yes. It's the last thing. Yes. There is nothing beyond. This yes. Even if attention see, sees it, it's seen by it. Yeah. It's before that attention. And thoughts are there, but no thinker now. Yes. It just comes and goes. Wow! Look at that now. Very encouraging. You see? Yes. That which even even the subtleties of the, um, the sense of presence, the sense of being, peace, joy, all these are also perceivable. Even the sense of being by which we rely upon, this is, I know I exist, I exist here, even that also is seen. Also. That which sees it, there's nothing behind that to see it. There's nothing in front of that to see it. It alone knows itself. Rare. Rare is one who come to that seeing, you see. And yet it is the most natural. One point it will become the most obvious. Everything else is like strange work. It is taking care of everything that it manifests, and everything it manifests is itself, and it is beyond. It is not an it. It is not an it. It is not a form. It cannot be measured. It cannot leave because it never came. It just is. I would put that among all the things that we can discover uh, with the intelligence that exists potentially in the human form of consciousness, with all that we can do, travel also to other planets, go and live in the bottom of the sea, all of these things, nothing compares to this. Because all the planets, all the galaxies, all the universes, can only exist because this is. And that may sound like a huge thing to say, 
and yet, in a sense, it is the most simple. I don't know if simple… simple doesn't stick. When I say simple, it doesn't stick onto it. When I say it is all-pervading, the label doesn't stick onto it. Where is it? Or where is it not? And yet it causes all display of delusion and life and death and growth and transcendence and unity and diversity, all this play, all this language, dancing consciousness is doing it. And the game is constantly changing in the eyes and the mind of that which perceive it. As you become more subtle in your understanding, it's like we go to higher altitudes of the game. Each time you are raised in consciousness, it's like there is one plateau where the rules are working in a higher way. The manifestation is more subtle, becoming more beautiful. And again, more understanding comes. And on this level, everything is even more beautiful. Until one time, there are no levels. I don't want to put it at the mercy of time, to say after this thing and then after that thing, and somehow it's just a kind of refinement. Beautiful to hear this um, sharing, this testimony. You see. Yes, the mind will come. The mind is there. Thoughts may come. Uh, the breath is still moving. The life force is still the animating power behind the visible universe. All of this is there, but it is inside uh, the great, the great seeing, the great knowing, the great is, the great is, what is. I cannot explain further, and it's good we cannot talk about it. You can only find. If we could talk. The mind would live in the talk. But now here the mind is run out of oxygen. He can't breathe here. Here is only for pure, pure seeing, pure experience. And don't put any pictures to what I'm saying, because the pictures will not be it. The words are not it. They are only some kind of clue. The rest, the magicality of the consciousness, will somehow convey that. That which we are speaking about, it's more here than you in your present self conception. Because we are using the instrument of the mind, which is an inadequate function to grasp the self. 
we talk more about here, it will seem like it's, too, it's illusory, we can't catch it, you know. Very good. What more we can say? What more can he say? None more need to say anything. Somebody may ask, okay, well, now what then? You've come to the supreme state of seeing, then what you do then? What is of value to you? Do you just sit around and, you know, look at your fingernails or something? What you do? You see? Then something, activities, activity is not in conflict with truth. Activity, perception is not in conflict with truth. And yet, I cannot describe. You are truly enjoying yourself. You know, right? People say, oh, enjoy yourself, but not like this. You are in the joy of your own self. Everything was enjoying something else. This is not enjoying else. There is no duality in this enjoying. I better stop now. If you go on, then I will mislead you. <laughs> Thank you, Master. Thank you. Yes. There are some thoughts and some desires, but I surrender everything in yeah. your feet now, Master. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Very good. Uh. Adventures in the non-happening. Something. Okay. Thank you, thank you. Very great. Okay. Somebody there, around about there. Yes, you then. Yeah, good. Uh, I think invitation is more than enough, and every day in the invitation, I'm reaching to a certain place. But before a few days, I got this doubt that you said you mentioned that uh, there should be three things, like the first bird in the dynamic world, and the second one in the observing the whole thing, and the third aspect, which is perceiving the whole thing. Is it? compulsory that the whole thing should happen or just the invitation is enough? Invitation is enough. I love it when I hear people come, you are not the first, somebody has come recently and say, you know, Muji, the invitation is enough. You see? I say, ah, okay, okay. Um, and then uh, be with that, be with that. If there is some other space in which it wants to play, then it will show itself. But fully grasp, fully comprehend, fully grasp um, the, the, 
the, what the invitation is pointing to, you see. Then you can forget about first bird, second bird, third position, all these things. They may come back in some way to reveal the, 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 the delicateness of a certain kind of seeing that you may want to enjoy, then this is fine. But if you have come to that ultimate place, then within it is contained actually and potentially all the steps in the, in the world of phenomenon, you know, all the steps to reach it are inside it somehow, in its play, in its great dream. So if the invitation is pointed and somehow it takes away all the sense of the false responsibility for making this universe into something, you are seeing it brings you to that ultimate place. The more the more phenomenal you are, the more tangible and physical you are, the more your work will be physical also. Uh, the more you are spirits, even the physical world is formed spiritually, perceived spiritually. Some people uh, ask, uh, you're afraid of death, you know? Say, yes, because you're too attached to a physical form. But in your understanding, you are discovering your own formlessness. And in your formlessness, uh, death doesn't have any meaning, actually. And it is true. Nothing against the form. Thank God for the form, thank God for the body, the senses, health, uh, the ability to think and to reason. All of this, make use of them. If they feel alive for you, every part of God's universe is good and useful. It depends on how you are maturing in your seeing. You're becoming more subtle, then your world is not diminishing in terms of its scope. It's not that uh, the more you are aware of who you are, you're coming into a tiny little world. It's no tiny little world. And there's no uh, immense, immense world. It's not like that at all. Joy is your world. Peace is your world. Love is your world. Unity is your world. Harmony is your world. Hmm. Bliss is your world, not shapes. Shapes are okay too. They are also made from bliss and from love. One more thing, Mujiji. And whenever I am in that space, the mind comes, and I don't know which part of me says that I know that this is true, this is false. Is that discerning? Uh, correct? Yes, it's discerning, it's not the final discernment because you say whenever I'm in that state, so it means that you are a visitor there. You come and go, you have season ticket or something, you come and go to this state sometime when I'm there, but when I'm not there. But you must look and prove for yourself is this, uh, is it limited so that I can leave it and return to it? The I who leaves it also is imagined in it, and the I who returns to it is also imagined in it.
This you must confirm. Take time and sit with it. Don't think that what we are saying here, you come to Rishikesh for a few weeks or so, and you, you, I got it, I got it, no? like this. Uh, no, uh, throughout your unfolding time and space, something keeps on just refining and growing much more clear. It's burning the possibility of delusions. It's burning all this, uh, you know, the, the, the attractiveness, the, the, the potency of the, of the alluring mind to call you into shape. It's destroying that in a most beautiful way. It's not a violence. It's a beauty. It's transcending the lower states of uh, consciousness. You see? But you said rightly also, uh, at a certain stage, one might find oneself saying, like, yeah, you know, the mind is coming and saying, you know, wow, you know, like, uh, you need to concentrate more to become closer to the Self. And say, no, that's not true. This is true. Yes. And if this is not a something that this includes here also, includes the mouth and the voice and the mind that says this, then this you are. You see? Mind is calling, knocking to see anybody in the house. Then somebody opened, ha, ah, nice to meet you. You remember me? You say like this. So this will happen. This will happen. It's like your ex is in the neighborhood. <laughs> Little SMS just passing by. Any chance of a coffee? Is it? And you remember, ah, uh-uh, ah, that's just. Uh, we know where that's going. We're not going down there. He says, Yeah, but I've got your favorite chocolates. <laughs> okay, just a quick cup. Mind is coming to see any business come out to play. You remember this place? Remember how good a time we had there? Someone really connected with that one. <laughs> yes. So like this, you you know, for a while uh, there's because maybe there is that play of um, you know coming when when I'm here. So the minute you say when I'm in the state, the mind goes uh. Uh-huh. You understand what I mean by that? You know, when I'm there, I'm strong. Mine. Okay. So then he's going to come to you. He sees that you're not a full time. Let's come out to play a little bit. Yeah. When you see, when you see, these are not techniques of speech. This is the depth of. Solid understanding and confirming, you see, but but this is not an excursion. This is not a coming and a going. The play of comings and goings are within uh, the the realm of the changeful. 
and that is fine. I don't have to try and make what is by nature changeful unchanging. Why waste time? It doesn't work any more than trying to make that which is unchanging changeful. So see things in their correct way. You have come to the place of total stillness, but there is no one being still. You have found peace, but you are not a peacekeeper. You are aware. You are the awareness, but you are not somebody being aware. You see why I say this and the subtlety? Because the mind is there also. It is all great. The mind is there helping you, in a sense. You can decide if it is help or whether it is obstruction. It depends on how you use your discernment. Beautiful, beautiful. When you have conquered, you look back and you say, Wow, it is a magnificent game. A magnificent. When you have not conquered, you say, Oh my God, it's so un- life is so unfair. And all that. Like this. At this point, it is just that the watchfulness is there and everything is happening. There is a place within you where you can easily also admit nothing is happening. Suppose I would pull two people from the, from the group and say, Please come here, and uh, you, sir, you please come here. Please tell us, uh, for you, what is happening? This one may say, Oh, Muji, that is a very unfair question. There's so many things happening right now. How can I begin to speak about it? There's just uncountable things are happening. Okay, okay, one moment. What about you? What's happening for you? Nothing. Nothing is happening, Muji. And I say, Thank you. You're both right. Because here, unless or until the mind says something happens, experientially nothing happens. What's happening? Some ants walking up the side of the pole. Oh, look, there's so many ants. Ants are walking here. There's one, two, three. You see, you can be like this if you have this type of mentality. Another one is rooted in the silence of their own self. And all different things are moving about. You say, okay, what's happening? And I said, nothing is happening really. Yeah, but the people are walking. And I said, yeah, what makes that a happening? It's not happening for me. What means happening? Yes, life is there, it's moving about. But what do you mean by happening? Maybe things are happening, but nothing is happening to me. And who are you? This I cannot describe. I am all of this, and I am none of this, and I am beyond also. You don't have to answer in this way to everybody. You may answer to somebody like that. <laughs> For somebody, you might answer like that, and they go, That guy is cuckoo completely. <laughs> take him out. No? So it's not the you personally is answering, from the wisdom come. Because the self is not responding to impress anything, always to nurture, always to give, uh, to, to raise up. Thank you, Moji. Thank you so much. Somebody there? Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. 
Okay, start. Maybe we'll finish before she gets to the microphone. Uh, thank you, Muji. Uh, I just want to expose uh, myself. Uh, lots of different uh, feelings come, and uh, feeling of uh, peace. Sometimes uh, nervous. Sometimes lots of uh, mind play. But it's uh, all observed, and I just want to uh, ch check in with you. And yes. Well, you said it already in that. It is all observed. Now tell me what it means. What is the significance? Is there any power in saying, but it is observed? Yes. Uh, uh, tell me, explain. Uh, uh, the observation is not touched by anything, just, uh, just uh, observation. Yes. So, if there appears to be in the coming of the mind some little troubles or whatever like that, it will depend, the outcome will depend on how much energy comes from the place that you really are, and, and then somehow uh, raise up the noise of that. Or, you see? Yes, yes. But if you stay as just a weakness of this, you may find that for a while you're kind of witnessing what's going on, but this thought is, is not diminishing, it's kind of growing, it's going for a walk in your head somehow, and you're kind of, oh, let's see where this goes, and somehow so slowly getting pulled into that with your attention. But if you are established in the Self, you may find that even this you can do, and it means it does nothing at all to you. Yes, yes. Have you noticed this thing? Yes, much. Yeah, that even that you can do, you know. Sometimes at the early stages we may say, look, you know, best don't go any further down there, stay. But when you are totally, uh, you know, beyond doubt, you are simply here. Everything you can, you can maybe go way down there, way, 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 somehow, but you're still always here. Yes. You travel a thousand miles, but you're still here. Another one, they move one centimetre and they oh my God, why did you move? You see, how you know the difference, no? Yes, you are here and uh, everything is in the mind. Suppose you're sitting for meditation and you sit, you're there in meditation, everybody, uh, and then you find yourself walking down the beach. And it's a pebble beach and you see beautiful pebbles. Oh, wow. They pick this one up, it's beautiful, you know. You put it in your pocket, you walk more, you see, you keep seeing more and more and more pebbles here. Now, after a while, your pockets are fat and bulging, and you're walking down this beach, you keep walking, you can't stop because you see more pebbles, and now your pockets are full. Then you, you make a tie in your t shirt, you start to put them there, you're walking, walking, walking. All the while, your body's in satsang, <laughs> down the beach. Then, in one moment, something comes. You hear like a bell in your head, and you've been walking for now maybe ten kilometers. How long will it take you to be go back in the hall? Ding! You're here. No? Did you have to walk back ten kilometers? It shows you how mind is like that. You can be drifting, 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 but your 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 farm is here. The self is here but with the, with the feeling of travelling, and we are doing this, that's how our world is made, that's how our life is made, largely dreamed, largely made up inside, 
and believed to be a fact. And this is why I say it is true that what you are feeling is what you are feeling. But it is not true that what you are feeling is truth. Somebody may find, ah, it's true because uh, I'm believing the things that uh, my mind creates or someone tells me, but has it ever occurred, is this a truth? And what is truth? True, you can say, there can be millions of, this is true and this is true. But what is truth? Truth cannot be that which is changing and changing and changing, coming and going. It cannot be that. It must be that which is unchanging and yet is never stale, never stagnant. It is without it, nothing else can be. What can be that? It's not your body, it's not even your mind. It must be something earlier than mind. And this is what you are here finding out. The finding of which puts an end to death. Death means what? Not that the body will not go, but that which you have found can never go, and can never die. Mind will die, stories will die, body will die, but that which is cannot die. Find that. While the body is warm, use it to find the imperishable. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you for saying. I think there was someone came up just behind you. No. Okay, you say now and we see. Namaste. Namaste. It's amazing um, the the truth that resonates. That what you say just really grabbed me. And yesterday, satsanga or um, uh, the afternoon. The afternoon uh -huh. uh, uh, sangha uh, with so many countries here. How your truth must resonate with everybody is just amazing. <coughs> So that's just a little side note to say thank you. Yes. Um, I came really, 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 really far to, um, in California to ask this question about prayer. Yes. Because the invocation says that um, can it be influenced? Can it be manipulated? Can what be manipulated? The, uh, the invocation. The invitation. The, 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 the invocation. The, the invitation, invitation or the invitation? The can, invitation. Can it be what? Can it be influenced? Influenced. Can yeah. it be manipulated? Ah. And, and I wonder mm. about prayer yes. because of something in my life. Okay. Before I come to the prayer, let's go back to can the invitation be uh, sabotaged or can it be manipulated in some way. By what it will be like that? What, what did you say? Can it be what? Um, in the invitation, yes. one of the questions is, 
can it be um, influenced? Uh, can, can it be, huh? Okay, can it be influenced? Right. Can it be manipulated? That's, yes, yes, yes. That's and, part of the... And for you, what was it, uh, the response? Well, because I think of prayer as being something that I can do to influence. I see. Yeah, it's a bit slow there. No, no, no. Okay. I see. I have a daughter that's really sick with cancer, uh -huh. and she's a biomedical engineer professor, and she's looking for, she's trying to make her own chemotherapy, and she's going to every doctor, and she has a new tumor just yesterday and said, so I'm going to C2 right up here, what's going to control her breathing, her spinal cord. Mm -hmm. And before I could even go with her, I had to come see you because I too get very emotional, and to be helpful in a situation, I need to have. So and now so I, I wonder can, about prayer. And yes, it is very, very uh, powerful, especially uh, uh, with faith. With faith, meaning that uh, um, what we found, because many we know the miracle of prayer. We know very well also, because uh, sometimes people have been very, very sick and uh, uh, been prayed for, and they recover in very miraculous ways. Also, it happens. You cannot guarantee this one is going to be like this, but there are signs also that come. Uh, my prayers are very broad. You know, I, also prayers come not just for the physical well-being of someone, because we always include that but also for their spiritual maturity and for their awakening within themselves, irrespective of what the physical outcome will be. But we always include uh, prayer for well-being and for recovery, if it is in the, in the will of the Supreme, written like that. And it, uh, it, it works, but uh, it cannot... It, as I say, um, uh, it often happens that uh, uh, now, you see, I'm very cautious to talk about this. But if uh, often people in the Sangha, they they ask for prayers for their loved ones or something, and somehow the energetic responses are more stronger somehow for people who are in the Sangha. Uh, it seems like the responses in a positive way seems to happen uh, when prayers are made on their behalf. Sometimes people will come and ask like that. But um, yes, prayer is very, very important. But prayer, if uh, the best of prayers is rid me of ego and merge me with you, that would be a great prayer. We pray for things also and for people. This is a natural thing. You pray for their well-being, pray for their success. People want all kinds of prayers. People want a prayer for their business, they want prayer for their health, they want prayer for their holidays, they want prayer for so many things also. And that's fine, you know, it's not that uh, Paramatman gets tired of it. Um, but chief 
uh, amongst prayers is the one who pray, uh, rid me from ego and merge, merge me, merge my mind with you. That is, would be the highest prayer. Uh, other prayers are answered, or we may feel, I feel all prayers are answered to some extent, but I don't know if we have the maturity to, to really perceive the answers. Because we want things to go the way we want them to go, naturally, from a human perspective. But uh, suffice to say for now, a prayer um, with a, a deeply expressed and one who has faith also gives power to prayer. Yes. So it can be influenced? It. Uh, you know, this is a very, very, very um, subtle question, if I'm to answer it correctly. It is not that it, that it. Whatever way it goes, it was already written. You understand? Mm. Whatever way. Supposing, you know, someone over here is uh, in a certain state and. Uh, it's clear that it seems they are going to continue, then they'll drop the body and so on. And then someone prays, please, uh, we pray on behalf of this brother or this sister, that uh, they, their life, the life force stays, and that they recover and be fully healthy and whatever, whatever. And it comes to be, then you say, was uh, God influenced by that prayer? You see? Well, it's not something that happened now. It is already written that this will be like that. If you say, someone has asked me about free will, do I have free will or not free will? And I say, actually, if you say, I have free will, so I can, if you ask me a question or an opinion, I can change my mind 1,000 times. And just before I answer you on the one thousand time, I change it again and say one thousand one time. Then the response can say, uh, "That was also destined." Whether you can accept or not, you see. So, uh, from a human level, we think, you know, wow, but we created a shape that wasn't written, and it's happened. No, it, nothing can surprise the supreme. It is all, no matter how unique. Uh, it said also, not one hair falls from your head without the will of God. No? So, in that, we, your mind has to be wide enough also to appreciate you cannot surprise the Supreme Self. So, if in your heart you feel, uh, I make this prayer and uh, also, automatically, my, in hearing what you speak, my heart also go with you in this prayer. You understand? So, like that, and then I leave it. It's good. And, and it's okay for me to know that you're with me? Because I say so, yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. You see, I, many people um, in our in a kind of Christian language, spiritual language and way, 
prayer and healing and so on is very, very strong, manifesting very, very strongly these days, for instance. In different religions, the emphasis is maybe different. Not so much on restoring the body and preserving the life force in the body, but more becoming awake to what is true and everlasting and the possibility that oneself can awaken to one's unity with that, rather than a state of grace acting upon a sense of separation. So that unity also is very, very high, that you are discovering yourself beyond your person, and to come to recognize the spaciousness and the of uh, that which is, that you can come to see that you are not just a form, because all forms are limited in time and space. Because time says, all that you see or imagine belong to me. I devour them. Only one thing I cannot devour is the awareness from which I come. So all things that are of form, they are subject to change. They are not stable. That one who has awakened to the timeless within themselves is not bound by time. And, um, and so all the varying religions are showing a different aspect of the Supreme. All of them together, for a thousand years of evolving, cannot convey this much of the immensity of the Supreme. You cannot come to the end of that Supreme Consciousness. However much we study, however much we evolve, at best you can come, not through the mind, you can come to harmony and unity with that, but you cannot study it and know it. It is as though it says, you can get all the greatest minds together, and you cannot reform one second of my reality. But if you love me, I am all yours and I am you. You cannot by intellect grasp that which manifests intellect and even the sense of knowing. But no despair, you can come into harmony with that, a oneness with that. And that is the great opportunity of the human form of all sentient beings share the same one DNA as pure consciousness. Unbound joy, unending existence. I say we only live once, but it's forever. Only live once, but it is forever. 
you can keep changing farms until some maybe one time no changing farm, no need for farm. I won't talk about these things too much. Uh, when we are ready to absorb, maybe a few words will come. For now, what we have shared is more than enough, and whatever is required to attain this understanding, you have in abundance already. But simple, simple pointing, simple recognition, all that I perceive through the mind and the senses is a traffic of sensation flowing by. Including this body is also part of the flow. But that which is in this body, this is the unchanging self. And the word unchanging should not be taken as a limitation. It is the limitless one. It's the limitless one. And what grace, what love, what joy to be sharing about these things, and that we can begin to confirm experientially the reality that we point to. This morning in meditation, I was marinating in the last um, yesterday's sat song, the last guy that was trembling. And I felt the same thing, and you were saying it was contagious. Yeah. Other people were getting it too. So I just really accept it. And, and yes. thank you so this... much for. Because sometimes I feel like I've got trauma trapped inside of my cells, and I can't. Um, I need your help to completely dissolve. So thank you so yes, much. Yes, yes. This love, this peace, may it become contagious again in this world, meaning that people are so drawn to it. When I say we are the seeds of awakening in a sleeping world, it means each one coming into that understanding, even just moving in life, even just moving in life, wherever you go, a garden will grow there. A garden of something, 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 something beyond the senses, something will grow there. Yeah, it's yeah. whatever I touch seems to, to, to just be golden, but yet in my mind I don't feel like I'm... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the mind is going to become smaller and smaller and smaller thing for you. It seems when we are identified, the mind is big, 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 big. When you are not identified with personhood, mind becomes small, 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 small. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Good, 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 good. Thank you. Let's have some music. Can we have some music today? Yeah, ready? Okay. Yeah, yeah.
Nice company.
When I was hurting, life was a burden Cause the mind was inside blurring Everything that was occurring It's so disturbing, this mind's version But this deception has been corrected My perception resurrected There was a time when time was a prison But timelessness is inside vivid This is the gift of wisdom The gift to see life without division This is the grace of the master So we don't chase after The fakes that often capture he takes us to the pastures Where we taste this rapture Of this grace that's pure Don't take shame Don't take shame Don't take shame Stay in the highest place Everything's clear and nothing to fear Stay in the highest place Don't take shame Don't take shame don't take shape, stay in the highest place. Everything's clear, nothing to fear. Stay in the highest place. Nearer than near, always right here. Zero, nowhere to go, nothing to be. Open your eyes and see. Open your eyes and see. Nothing to be Open your eyes and see Open your eyes and see Open your eyes and see Okay, give it two words again. Salutations, prostrations to my Lord. The pointings you gave to me on 28th February and the invitation the very next day were the few nails required in the coffin containing my unconscious body, uh, ego, 
an unconscious world. As if these nails were not enough, yesterday Srima came to the stage and said that you have written a second edition book which has been corrected and written nicely by you again. I have never read that book earlier. But somehow I was in consciousness but I came out from the coffin. What happened about the coffin? And I purchased that book, grabbed that book and I was tempted to purchase two more malas, sixth and seventh malas also and then went to my room in my where I'm staying and went inside the coffin <laughs> and you know what, I opened the book and what I read, you know, 5.50 it came, I'm not joking. You were outside with a hammer, with a nail again and you were saying the ego is not alive enough to be killed, it is a ghost. You should expose it as an apparition. Apparition is a dead man, ghost also. And it will vanish. Whereupon it will vanish when you see with your truth, in the light of your true self, true eyes. True seeing, in the light of your true seeing. I closed my book, I was home again. Then, Again, I was tempted to open the book. And what I saw? Punjaji's with a nail again and a hammer. And what he was saying? The one who follows the thought is also a thought. The one who follows the thought is in thought. When one knows both are thought, he is home. I again went home. Again I was tempted to open the book. <laughs> and there was Ramana Maharishi standing with a nail and a hammer. And what he said was the final. The thought, who am I, will destroy all other thoughts. And in just like a stick used in the burning pyre, the thought, who am I, will also get destroyed and then will arise self-realization. But this apart, you know very well, on that day, I had come to you here as a snake with a new skin, using your words, your analogy. But the old skin was also touching and with me. And I was identifying myself as the old skin, but speaking about the new skin only. You understood it very well. And you, were, you tried your level best with all the pointings at your disposal to disconnect both the skins. But I'm sorry I could not understand on that day. But this realization came yesterday morning, very, very clearly. Thank you very much. Thank you. You are the Ashtavakra of 21st century.
थैंक यू वेरी मच